good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. I'd like to welcome you all this morning to the Sunday Morning School of Healing Virtual Wellness Center this morning. I am Pastor Lester Hayes, here with my lovely wife, Pastor Sharon Hayes, joined by Pastor D.P. Davis this morning so far. We'd like to just uh, greet all of you this morning in the awesome, incredible, amazing name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining with us this morning. Amen. We're I give God all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor for that. Amen. For the opportunity, the privilege, the blessed uh, privilege to be able to get up and get on the line. Amen. And have fellowship. Amen. With the Lord through the Spirit and and the counsel of His Word. Amen. As we're continuously growing and building and aiming and striving for a better future. Amen. Uh, we just give God praise, Lord, and honor for Him allowing us to tap into this vast resource, amen, of spiritual nutrition and wellness, amen, just like we uh, feed and work on and, and take care of these physical temples and bodies, amen, we know that it is the word of God uh, that brings that spiritual nourishment because we don't want to stay the same, we want to grow, we want to be spiritually strong just like we're physically strong. And this is how we invest in our spiritual growth is that we feed our spirit, man. Amen. The, the, the best food there is out there for spiritual growth, and that's the word of God, the inspired word of God. So we give God praise. We give him glory. We give him honor for the word. It's a living word. It's logos when it's on the pages. And as we open it up and begin to ingest it and digest it and meditate on it and read it and hear it and study it and meditate on it and memorize that word. It's, it's amazing how quickly we can recall it and, and when things come up in life that challenge us, amen, we can we can declare that word because we believe that word and that we know what we believe and we know why we believe it and we know who we believe it, who, who is the source who gave us this word and, and the Bible said that God sent his word to heal our disease and rescue us from destruction and we know that word he sent it actually the written word but it also became the living word through jesus christ his son the incarnated word of god made flesh dwelling among us full of grace and truth so we thank god this morning even already now spending to feel healthy and, and 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 more physically fit and spiritually well this morning just talking about the word of god this is how we practice and rehearse this, this is like going to the why and getting on those machines and working on your cardio. Now we're working on that inner person, that inner man. We're feeding and filling them up. And I tell you, there is a, a truth in the in the Bible when it says that we treat this word like a medicine to our flesh and marrow to our bones. And we can actually feel that as we ingest in this word, talking about this word, you know, believing this word. We, we believe that we're getting physically fit just like we're getting spiritually fit or spiritually fit just like we're getting physically fit and all the other areas that we've been striving and aiming for optimal overall wellness, whether it be physical wellness, spiritual wellness, uh, emotional wellness, financial wellness, occupational wellness, environmental wellness, social wellness, it all, uh, you know, just makes us better, more mature, stronger, more fit all around so that we can really, really enjoy life and everything that pertains to it. How are you going to pursue happiness and life and liberty? It will not fit. Amen. And, and, and a lot of people have just kind of shut down and become 
you know, lazy, lethargic, they don't read the Bible, they don't study the word, they don't hit them by no word, like they just turn uh, anything spiritual off. It's like they get angry now if you say something. But then there's those out there that realize they are unfit and they want to be fit. They look and searching, looking for places. They know that there's a need they're lacking, you know, and, and, and everything. And so we just give God praise that there's no slack here. Amen. Uh, because we're nourished in the word. And so thank you for joining with us this morning. So let's pray and get into the word. Father, we thank you. We praise you this morning in the awesome, incredible, amazing name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We thank you for the cross of Jesus, Lord. We thank you this morning, Lord God. Hallelujah for the price that was paid. Lord God, we thank you for how he came and washed away our sins through his shed blood. We thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, how he has forgiven us and he brought grace and gave to us and through love, God. Even now, God, as we open up your word this morning and, and partake of your word, we, we, we feel and sense the divine presence of God that comes as we open up the perfect law of liberty and look therein and continue therein, we began to feel the success and understand the success, God, because we we have your word, God, that's quickening your word that is powerful, your word that is sharper than any two-edged sword cutting asunder between the dividing of soul and spirit and bone and marrow, so discern of the thoughts and intents of the heart of man. It works on our inner man, Lord God, that causes us to know wisdom, Lord God, and truth uh, in our inner man and wisdom in our innermost being changes us from the inside out, God. Hallelujah, Father God, that we no longer pray if there be something there, God, but now we know, God, hallelujah, that there is something there that needs to be nourished, oh God, that spirit man, that inner man, and so we give you praise, we give you glory that we can take this word and hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you we might not omit things we might not commit things that we would have without the word because we're growing and maturing spiritually so we give you praise we give you glory. we give you honor this morning oh god thank you for your word oh god thank you for your written word thank you for your living word thank you for jesus christ full of grace and truth oh god who came lord god as we pray to you this morning father thank you this morning for helping us to be whole and well and sound and fit, Lord God, and heal because of the word, Lord, escaping destruction, escaping God, death, Lord God, but living, oh Lord God, a better life, Lord God, hallelujah, not just a better future, but a better life, Lord God, for our future. So we give you all the praise going on as we pray this morning, Abba, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debt to us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, but thine is your kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Now, God, we continue to pray for families, God, our families, God, our children, our children's children, God, we continue to pray for our extended families, oh, Lord, God, nieces, nephews, uncles, aunts, God, siblings, brothers, sisters, cousins, first and second, God, up and down the tree, family tree, God, we pray for their well-being this morning, Lord God. We pray, God, for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for the restoration of her prosperity within her walls, God. We're praying for an end to the war, peaceful resolutions and outcomes. God, we lift up our current government, and we pray for all of our governmental leaders and officials, those who have authority over us, even the kings and queens are so-called out there. We pray for the dictator mindset, God, that it be changed in the name of Jesus. We're praying, Lord God, hallelujah, that you will place leaders in, in, in place, God, righteous leaders, God, that the people may prosper and be happy and be 
be be well off, God, and we pray against, Lord God, those that are evil, Lord God, in charge who use lies and deception and manipulation and bribery, Lord God, and evil, Lord God, to rule and, and have power and control of people, God. So we're praying for your will to be done in those situations, even in our life here on earth as it is in heaven. So we give you praise, Lord, and honor. We pray for all those, who are, Lord God, that we've been praying for that are dealing with afflictions, affirmities, Lord God, sickness and disease, waiting on the manifestation of the bomb of Gilead, Lord God. We lift them up as we lift ourselves up and believe for our health and our health and wellness and wholeness and sound of body, soul, mind, and spirit and life, physical body and life, God. We give you praise for our healing. This morning, with your stripes, we demand it, we demand it, we declare it this morning, and therefore we believe it and we receive it, Lord God, as we wait on you, God. So bless this word this morning. In Jesus' name, we give you all the praise, the glory, and honor. Your will be done in our lives, your honor, as it is in heaven. Your will be done now, Lord, on this earth as it is in heaven. It's our prayer this morning in Jesus' name. Is we're inspired this morning and encouraged by your word, built up in it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. All right. So this morning, uh, I want to talk about <clears throat> for a few minutes here, uh, just some observations that um, in the last few days, you know, I've just been paying attention and listening. And I know a lot of you doing the same thing because we want to keep up with what's going on. And, as we can, you know, inventory and explore and observe things around us, uh, it becomes very obvious the more we grow in the word and the more we chew in the word, uh, our insight and instincts become more in tune with what's going on, the physical realm that we live in. And we can really physically notice, just like looking out the window, seeing the clouds, just how spiritually unnourished people are. I mean, they, they look good physically. We go to the Y, and I listen to some of those guys that go in the locker room. And, you know, one minute they talk about the Lord. I don't go in there to listen to them. I go in there to do my business and get back on the treadmill. But, man, some of the conversations, I be hearing these guys talking about the Lord one minute, and you go in the locker room, and it's a bunch of men there. Some of them, you know, got these wheelbarrow bellies and all of this, and they'll be like, yeah, boy, they working out, you know. But then you listen to some of the conversations. I'll be like, I just heard that dude talking about the Lord the other day. And, man, you listen to some of the things. They be talking about women. They be talking about this. be talking about that. But then I say, you know, this is in the wild. This is in the gym. This is in there with a bunch of men, you know. And they think it's private. They think it's, you know, it's, 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 it's nobody knows. And I said, that's a reflection now of the, the real person. I know what I heard when I, you know, when I heard them out there, praise the Lord, God bless talking about what went on in church last Sunday and all of that and what went on with tonight. And I'd be like, man, these are a bunch of Christians. You know, they're so nice. They're so polite, you know, and, you know, and they speak and we speak and, you know, and things. And then you go in that place, man, and you hear it. I said, well, you know, that's just a picture of how the world is. One minute, they're spiritual. The next minute, man, they're back. All the wood in this come out. The character gets put on display. And I started thinking, you know, I said, you know, people are just so physically concerned about their health and state of well-being. But man, spiritually, it, it just not, it just don't seem like it runs real, real deep where it matters. You know, because uh, you're hearing, you know, one minute this and one minute that. And I was like, wow, God, I, I, I pray in the name of Jesus. I don't be caring on like that. I go and do it. I got to wash my hands and get back on the treadmill. You know, because I don't want to be contaminated. Then, you know, you go out and go to these restaurants to get you something to eat. 
And I'm telling you, man, boy, we went to a restaurant yesterday and was that food good? And that's what sparked me to thinking. Not only was the food good, new restaurant, we were there with family, but the, the, the people were so nice, you know, and I was, I felt so, I felt so good that, man, I'm really, really concerned about what I put in my body. We don't just go out and, you know, and eat anything anymore. We, 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 we try to get some prime stuff, you know, some good stuff because we're consciously uh, conscious of our health and our physical well-being. And then I thought about how blessed we are because one of the things I noticed that some people take for granted, I watched everybody around me as, and that place was packed as they bought those beautiful dishes of food. I did not see one family or one person around us that was within my view giving any thanks for the food. Mm. You know, they just... As soon as they sat it down, they dug in. And I said to myself, man, I'm so thankful to God that we always pray over our food. And it's like I was thanking God for that. And I heard that even our kids, our, our kids or our grandkids, when we're together and they're with us, we ask them to pray. They know how to bless the food. They, and, and the Lord says, he says, he says, that's how you become spiritually, physically well. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Spiritually, physically well. There's a lot of people just physically well. And he said, that's okay, but it's a different level when you become spiritually, physically well. Because you're adding that extra layer of nourishment when you pray over that food. You give thanks for that food, you know. And I said, man, in the Bible, we see how Jesus prayed over the, gave thanks before he, before they broke, broke bread. And boy, when I got home yesterday from being out, Man, I said, this is what I'm going to talk about in the morning to let people know that we're not just going to the Y and working on our physical bodies, but we're paying attention to every time we get something to put in our mouth, we give thanks, we pray over it, you know. And so we're becoming spiritually, physically well, not just physically well, but and not just spiritually well, separate, but we're becoming, it's like they're intertwined together there. You know, and we want to just continue to do that because we're not in, in something else. I, he told me to update in my thinking as we do this is this is that, you know, we're not just uh, we're not just uh, praying for we have we started out praying for a better future of a better future of optimal overall wealth. And he said, no, be more specific now. You're in another year. You you matured. You've grown. You moved up. And I was thinking about that. And he says, now you you need to focus on praying for a better a better future life of optimal overall wellness. Because see, it's all about everything now that pertains or should be to life and godliness. You know. Mm-hmm that contributes to who we are spiritually, how we exist in this physical world, you know, because everything around us is impacted by what's going on inside of us, you know, what we putting in us, you know, because we know now when we open up our mouth, out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. And, and, and I think about Jesus when he was tempted in the wilderness over in the book of Luke, uh, the fourth chapter, verse 18, when he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Think about all them years he had been in the temple, packing that, that nutrition in him, building himself up inside. He knew what lied ahead. He knew what his future was going to be about. He knew he was going to have to go in that wilderness, man. 
And there he was, man, fully man, led by the Spirit, fully approved by God, going in the wilderness, full. He was full spiritually, able to do what he was able to do physically, because the Bible says, you know, he 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 fasted. He had went without food. So what was it that was causing him to be able to be physically fit to go engage in the wilderness? Now that hard place, that difficult place, you know, first encounter. What does he say? Get thee behind me, say. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Now the man ain't eat nothing, and he's just as physically well, you know, because he was spiritually well. And so I, I just, I just, I just thought about that, and I said, ah, we, I need to shed some light on this, Lord, because this is actually a, a very true reality for us. We don't always look at it that way. We're just, we just say we're building a future of optimal over our wellness. But he said, what about a future life? That was a future life for Jesus to go back to that temple, you know, where he had been raised up at, and let them see now what had transpired in those 30-something years. So it was 30 <laughs> years before he started doing three and a half years of ministry. And so we're better today than what we, what we started in doing ministry. You know, we packed a lot into our, into our spirit self. Uh, we made some transition from being natural man to spiritual man. And so our, our future life is going to be better because we're going to be spiritually, physically well. <laughs> I love that, man, when I was thinking about that. You know, I had to get up last night and come and do some research, man. You know, I'm like, wow, this, this is just too fresh. This is just too good. It's, it's too vibrant. It's, it's, you know, it's too vivacious, man. It just had me so, I, I got to go get the script. I got to go look at the word and feed this, this hunger, this thirst right now. I was craving for it. You know, after I had ate that good old physical meal, that Sharon and I, we talked about it all the way home. Our kids were like, we got to come here again. We got up to the restaurant. But it was also, you know, the Lord reminded me of what makes that meal so, so special is when you give thanks, when you prayed over it, it made it taste better. You know, it's like putting the icing on that cake, man, is because you gave thanks. And I looked around and because I do that sometimes, I know you do too. So nobody was giving no thanks. They just ate, 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 you know. And so that meal tasted real good, and we're still talking about it, you know. We're still giving thanks for it. God, thank you for that new restaurant, you know, because we're uh, spiritually, physically well and better off. So I want to talk this morning, you know, uh, out of a subject, building a better future life. Add that life in there from now on out. The better future, a life of spiritual wellness. That's, that's my focus. I want to hone in on the spiritual wellness. Okay. That, 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 that leads to that, that better physical, uh, wellness, that maturity, that growth. Amen. And it's taking place. We, we, we know it's taking place because we're, we're not all we're going to be. But one thing we can all attest to and witness to each other, we're not what we used to be. You know, we've grown, we've matured a whole lot. Not, we, we know now how to be better stewards of these temples. We don't just treat them like we would have a long time ago without this wisdom, without this knowledge. Because we're, we're, we believe that we're somebody and we believe that we can become that somebody. Okay. And, and, and the, the end state of it is, is that we can enjoy life. You know? We can enjoy life. We can also enjoy everything that pertains to life in God. 
you know, that's why we're not ashamed to give thanks when we go out and we eat. We ain't worried about it, thinking about nobody looking it up, but we do see people, you know. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, I think it's a ministry that people see you not ashamed, giving thanks, you know, over your food. There are other times we go out and we do see other people giving thanks over their food, you know. But that's 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 a good example uh, of being like Christ. And every believer ought to want to be as much like Christ as possible, you know. And so it's all about building a better future life now, you know, of, of godliness and physically, you know. It all just makes us better, you know, better at becoming who we believe we can become. We know who God created us to be, what he created us to have, and what he created us to do. We can become better at it. You know, we can be more fit all around, you know. And so... The challenges that we face, and, and the scripture that came to me, uh, several, you'll hear some of them this morning, was it, it took my mind back to the book of 3 John, chapter uh, 1, verse 2, the King James Bible. Beloved, I wish above all things, above all things, that thou wouldest prosper and be in health as your soul prosper, as you prosper spiritually. I want your life to prosper. Yeah. Not just being physically well off, you know, but what good does it do you to be physically well off and lose your soul in the end? Why not build both of them up so that you can, you know, you can, uh, you can uh, be who you were created to be in the end. Someone who spends eternity with God, someone who's worked out their own salvation with fear and trembling. Someone who has the ability to do it to the end so we can see what the end is going to be. So we can receive our reward, our, our, our new body, our, you know, our new heaven, our new earth, you know, and we can forever be with the Lord. So the challenges we face, though, is this. They're kind of like threefold. Uh, and they come with a lot of warnings. I've been reading the book of Hebrews. Man, I just can't get away from it. Just so much there. And, uh, because we're faced with so many challenges that are all around us, we need to make sure that we're spiritually, physically well because of those challenges. Some of them are seen, some of them are unseen. There are things in the air that we breathe. You know, you got so many fumes and, and chemicals and toxins out there. Even the food we put in our body, this is why we pray over it. God, and you know, we command every disease causing germ and virus and parasite, you know, chemical, microorganisms, anything that comes into our body that causes harm, we command them to die and be cast out. You know, that is a benefit, y'all. That, 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 that right there, you know, causes our soul, our way of life to prosper and be in health, you know? And so, the challenges that we face, uh, as I'm reading that, reading in the book of Hebrews, it, it's like three of them, you know, that, that, that comes to, with a warning. As I was reading, he brought that back to me. And he says, take heed, brother, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. So I started thinking, why do we pray over our food and others don't? Could it be that they don't believe it, it has a benefit? I don't really know. I haven't talked to anybody who don't. But I know why we do. Because there's a benefit. Because we believe that it's the it's the spiritual thing to do, to give thanks and all things. We believe that. 
So this is what we believe. And we know why we believe it. Now we are more encouraged because it's a bigger benefit than what we thought. You know? We're now becoming more spiritually, physically well. We know that food is good for us to be ate, to be eaten now. You know? We we we, we believe that. So so that that's one of the things he said. Take heed, brethren, least there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. You know, first thing. Secondly, in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily while it is called today, least any of you be hardened to deceitfulness of sin. Omitting to give thanks sometimes can, can make it easier to just forget to give thanks over that bag of almonds or that, that bag or that banana. Yeah. Just grab and eat it because it's a snack. So, you know, we just, and we get like that sometimes, get in a rush and we just do it. And then sometimes yeah. we'll catch ourselves because I'm constantly, and I know I'm not by myself, telling our grandkids, did y'all, did y'all say great? Yeah. And they'll catch themselves and stop. And I'll be, I'll be so glad that they don't get rebellious, they don't get defined, they don't get upset, they be like, oh, I'm sorry, Papa. And then and they'll say that great right on the spot. And it just makes me feel better, you know? And, that, and, and, and so that's how we should be just like little children, you know, because sin is right there at that door waiting to jump in. You know, if we put that food in there and then just think, you don't know what might be on it, what we didn't kill by, by, by praying. And so it might affect us physically. So we are made partakers of Christ. Yeah. Whatever he yeah. did, we should do it. He gave thanks, man. Yeah. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. So think about those three things. Evil heart, unbelief, and departing from the living God in our faith. This is why those things are so important because that's those are like the, the challenges that we face, mm-hmm. you know. And we're not the only one. We are just better prepared to handle them because we think in terms of spiritual wellness just like we do physical wellness. And it leads, you know, the spiritual wellness that we strive for now, not just for our future, but our future life, makes us better physically in our physical life that we live out here in this physical world. We can better handle it now, you know? We don't do like some people in some world, they cuss, they fuss, mm-hmm. they complain, they bicker, they murmur. You know, we look at it, assess it, discern it, mm-hmm. and then we might say a prayer. Lord help them. Help them. God in the name of Jesus, Lord help them. You know, we might joke around about it, but really and truly when we get, get together, we pray about it. Because that's who we are. It's possible to be physically well and physically fit and spiritually unwell at the same time. Spiritual food, listen to this. This, this, is, this, is, this, is, this was the crux of what the Lord was really dealing with. This was sparked the, the flame in me. He said, spiritual food is essential for spiritual growth. Spiritual maturity leads to spiritual growth, leads to spiritual outcomes and results, which is what we want. If what we're doing and our physical existence is not pleasing God, then we've already failed him and ourselves. And guess what? We failed the, the world at large, our families, because 
we should be the example for them. Yeah. So Jesus was the example for us. We should be the example for them because Jesus is the example for us. And if we're doing what he said, the work he said we should do, then we should be spiritually well and physically well. And I think a lot of us can witness and attest that that we are we are we are more spiritual and physical well than we've ever been. Yeah. And it's because of some actions we've taken. As Pastor Sharon used to teach corresponding action. It's one thing to be a great preacher, great teacher, great philosopher, orator, speaker teacher, preacher, whatever, singer, worshiper, but man, it's a whole nother thing, man, when you start living it, and people see that you're living it, and they take heed to it, because now they can see the Christ in us, and that's what we want them to see, the Christ in us, the spiritual part of who we become. You know, Paul said, it's not I anymore, but it's the Christ in me. That's the hope. You should be putting hope in the Christ you see in me, hearing me. You know, following me as I follow Christ. Or following us as we follow Christ. If that's not what the benefit is, then I'm eating the wrong food. I'm hiding the wrong stuff in my heart. And as the scripture just reminded us, you know, through the deceitfulness of sin, I've been, I've been deceived, you know. It says, least any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. You know, that's why we got to give thanks. And all things give thanks. And all things give thanks. Not for all things so much, but in all things. Over there in the book of Philippians, uh, Thessalonians, chapter, 2 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, I think it is. In all things give thanks, I think, what it says. And so that was in the book of Hebrews, right there, chapter 3, verse 12, 14, the King James Bible, we talked about the evil heart, the unbelief, and departing from the living God in our faith. There's so many people have. They're so callous. They're so hard-hearted right now. They're so unthankful, so ungrateful. And you can look at them and see they're not physically well. Yeah. They're eating the same food you're sitting over there eating in the same restaurant. Some of them dishes be looking good. But when you look at them, they don't even look well. You know, we be appreciating that good food. Come on. Because we just blessed it. So it's possible. Tell them physically fit, eat good, but be spiritually unwell at the same time. Spiritual food is essential for spiritual growth. Because he says it. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may have prospered and be in health. That's what God wishes. And we know, I think it's the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11, the King James Bible. He says, hey, I know my thoughts towards you. My thoughts towards you, yeah, they are good and not evil. You know, to bring you to an expected end, to give you a hope and a future. And that scripture I gave a minute ago about giving thanks, it's in the book of actually first Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse, uh, verse 18, the King James Bible, where it says, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You know, I want to correct myself there, you know, because I don't want you to have indigestion, spiritual indigestion, because I misquoted the scripture. I had to go back and share a quote so I could read it verbatim for what it said. That's what the Bible says about it, you know. And so, again, spiritual food, which is the word of God, nourishes us spiritually so we can be better physically, okay, is essential for spiritual growth. You know, 
And we know what he what he said to us as beloved, book of three John chapter one, verse two of the King James Bible. And now we know the thought toward us by God. You know, he want he want us to have that peace of mind about you know, about who we are physically. Yeah. Because we know who we are spiritually. In the book of John, the sixth chapter, verse forty seven through fifty one of the King James Bible, uh, talking about spiritual food being essential for a spiritual growth. Listen at this. It says, "Verily, verily," and that means truly, truly. That means it's a fact here. This is this is really the way it is. He'll peel back, and this is the truth. That this is the underlying truth. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. So that's why it's got to be God first. Then I feed my faith. Okay, I got to get thanks and everything before I put that first spoon of food, that piece of bread, that water, you know. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. You know why they died? They were not grateful. Instead of giving thanks to the Lord and eating that manna, they, number one, wish they were back in Egypt, eating that physical food, worshiping the Moida gods of Pharaoh. Yeah, they might have been forced to do it. But they weren't thankful. And he said, they are not dead. Because they bickered, they murmured, and they complained. Instead of giving thanks unto the Lord, that was heavenly food. And because God prepared the meal for them, it was going to make them able to physically go across that desert into their wilderness and get to the promised land that flowed with milk and honey. But because they were some ungrateful Free slaves now. I've been underneath bunch. I'd have been shouting victory all the way. Praising God every day. Blessing the Lord at all times. His praise would have continued to be in my mouth. Wow. He had just saved them and they are saved out of that bundle. He had just healed a bunch of them and they were healed. They had to be to walk out of there like that. <clears throat> and he said, but there was no praise. It was victory, murmuring, and complaint. Instead of giving thanks in that situation, he brought you out. He had delivered you. He had answered your cry. He had told Moses many times. I heard the cry of my people that came up to me over there in the book of Exodus, starting in chapter 1 all the way through the whole book of Exodus. But they never exited out of complaining, remembering, and they never matured and grew to a position of giving thanks unto the Lord in that situation. He said, in all things, give thanks. Mm-hmm. And so he tells them that your father, and they're dead, they died. Ungrateful. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven. That matter, man, was good. Gotta add me some of it. That a man may eat thereof and not die. But give thanks. I am the living bread which cometh down from heaven. If any man eat this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. There it is now. But not just good in the future. We're going to be in this world until Christ comes and redeem us out of here. And so we want the best life possible. So we have to eat what comes down from God to feed us so we can be spiritually strong and physically strong and well. You know, in this life. 
but we can enjoy. So you enjoy things better when you're well. When you when you can't physically get out, you know, you sit there, man, and you, you wish and you hope. But if we take charge and, and do something about it, start with giving thanks and all things. You know, Paul said, I've, I've learned that with to be content. Think about it. Paul prayed three times to the Lord because of this thorn in his flesh. For the Lord to heal him. I think it's book of Second Corinthians, chapter, uh, I want to say chapter 12, verse 8 and 9. King James Bible talks about this. I'm glad he took it to the Lord. Nobody else could think Luke, the physician, was with him. He couldn't seem to get rid of it. You know, I don't know what kind of herbs and medicine Paul was taking, but it was there. The Bible very clear. Something had happened to Paul physically. But until Paul begins to deal with it spiritually, you know, he could not deal with it physically. So he took it to the Lord. That's how we deal with things, physical things, spiritually. We take it to the Lord. If we're gonna, if we're gonna get through life with it, a lot of us have physical ailments. We we have people think that we don't ever have pain and suffering and all that and deal with these things that anybody else deal with is common to man. But we're not tempted to bicker, murmur, and complain anymore. We now get faint. We now learn how to be content. Because we know who we are spiritually. We know what we believe. We believe that with this strike, we'll heal. We're going to say that until the healing manifests. We're going to declare that. We're going to believe that with your strike, we'll heal. We tell these bodies that we command every oil in our body from the face that you created in the danger. I was doing that last night, man, on the heat pad. I was telling that pain, your time is up. And when I got up to come in here and sit, man, and go over these scriptures, I, I felt that. I felt like I had got a, an injection in my body. And I, I was like, man, you know, I didn't say thank God for the heating pad. I used it, but I said, thank you, Lord, for, for taking the pad, you know. But, you know, Paul knew, man, you know, he knew, he knew. That it was no longer him, but he prayed to the Lord. He asked God for healing. And the Bible says thrice he denied him. Thrice he did that. But did he really deny him? You know, the Bible says that he said, Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. That was the antidote right there. That was the healing. That was the herb. That was the spiritual nourishment that Paul needed at that time. And notice how Paul responded. He said, I would rather glory. He said, in other words, he said, I would rather give you praise. I would rather give you thanks because, you know, you you heal me, I'm healed. You know, you save me, I'm saved. So he said, I would rather give you glory. I would rather thank you. I would rather praise you right now in my affliction, in my infirmity. Listen at this. That your grace may appear upon me. How do y'all think we get through physically with these here bodies? As long as we've been around, uh, uh, you know, Kelly was telling mom, Fernanda is about you, you old, don't say you old. I, that ain't blessed me. I said, I, I like what she's being. You still young. I, I like that. that. That coming out of the mouth of our six year old, five year old granddaughter, prophesying. Don't say that. You know? I said, Lord, I praise you. Carter say that to me all the time. Papa, how are you now? I said, Carter's not how old I am. I'm how seasoned I am. That's why I got six, eight years of seasoning on me. But here, I can tell you, look, here, you start laughing. I I hope you be, be, be this well when you get my age. You know, beautiful conversation, talk about you. 
anyways, I thank God. I thank God for keeping it, God. You know, passing it on. You know, but listen to what what He says there. You know, by what we we eat. You know, Jesus said that. You know, I would give for the life of the world. Man, if the world could tap into this resource, think about how how how, how much better off they would be. To be seriously, physically well in this world because God has given us life. You know, that's in the book of John, the sixth chapter, verses 47 through 51 of the King James Bible. Also in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 9, King James Bible, scripture that we, we use a lot in our, in our dialogue, it says, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved. Okay? And shall go in and out and find pastor. And this is where pastor is interesting. Okay? Think about where I went in at. I went in by him, so I put God first. Or I put that, before we even drank the water out the glass, they bring it to on the table. We'll, we'll, we'll stop and say, let's go ahead and pray. The minute we see them bring that water or that drink or whatever it is, I know what we do. We stop and pray. We stop and give thanks. Do we enter an end right there? I'm getting ready to enter into a time where I'm going to drink or consume something and put something in my body. So it's like I'm entering in to doing that. Taking, going through that physical undertaking. And before we do it, we stop and pause and we just think. Mm-hmm. Now, look at what it said happens after that. We go in and out and we find pastor. No matter what I do after that, okay, what goes in and out of my body, it doesn't matter now. I feel safe now. I feel like we, we, we gave grace to the Lord. We prayed over it. So now it's not going to harm us. It's going to do us good. Because we first took of, of grace and giving thanks in it. Now I can put it in. It's not going to harm me. I've, I've eased my mind of thinking that it's going to harm me. Some people don't even take the time to think about it. They just gobble it down. Ungrateful, unthankful. But he said we shall find pastors. That word pastor is interesting. We're going to find, let me, let me put it this way and hope you understand it. It'll be much better for me than had I not given thanks, if I give thanks. Remember, we're not, we want to be spiritually well first so that we can be physically well later. Remember, we're talking about the essential, the essential spiritual nourishment that helps us to be better off physically. Without thanksgiving, I, I don't have a guarantee that that's going to be the outcome. But the minute I do it, the minute I enter in by him, the minute I go to him in prayer, I say, Lord, thank you for this food. Thank you for this water. Thank you for, you know, what we're about to receive. Thank you for sanctifying and cleansing it, God. Right away, we ought to be thinking how much better off I am spiritually because I did guaranteeing myself I'm going to be better physically now because I did it. I'm going to find that pastor. I'm going to find the better, the better uh, nourishment of what I'm going to put in my body. There's a, there's a, there's an upside to it. That's what we're striving for. I want it to taste better. I want, I want the water to, 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 to quench my thirst, but I'm going to drink that spiritual water first. <clears throat> so this physical water can taste better. Cause I ain't got to worry about all that purity while we just kill them. So we're going to find pastor. We're going to find the, we're going to find the nourishment that we're looking for. This is farm language here. Sheep, them sheep are going to go out now because they go right by the shepherd. And they're going to graze on that hillside. 
and they ain't gonna have to worry about no wolf because they got the protection of the sheep. So it's gonna that 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 grazing and that day gonna be good. And if one of them stray off, he gonna leave the ninety nine back in the fold and go get that one. So they ain't got nothing to worry about. They free. That that pastor is gonna be like a pastor for them to nurture without any worry. Without that's how we should feel when we when we when we put food in our body physical food or we work out physically, we should be, God, Lord, I, I give thanks to you the way we go to the Y three times a week. I say that prayer every, every every time we go. Even when we don't go, I thank God that we can go when we can go. And so he says, I'm the door. I'm the way to that that better future, the life of, you know, of, of wellness. Uh, in the book of First Corinthians, uh, the 10th chapter, verse 3 through 4, the King James Bible, that's in the disc. And did all eat the same spiritual meat, same spiritual food, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, but they drink of that spiritual rock, that's a big capital R there, that followed them. And that rock was Christ. This is Paul's ministry to this church. Now, probably got some of the people in today's church. And Paul's looking at them, and he's probably hearing some of their conversations. And Paul is saying it's probably, they're not doing everything in here in decency and in order. Probably had a lot to do with, you know, they had not been spiritually maturing, even though they were, they were physically in the church. A lot, of, a lot of souls are physically in the church, and we look at them, and we know they're not well. We hear what they say. We see where they go after church, over across the street and play lottery. We see them doing all those things. Probably didn't give that tithe. Probably didn't give as much in the offering as they, as they wanted to. Living by chance. That they're going to win something, playing, going to church only to just chapter verse of scripture so they can go play the numbers. Oh. And they wonder why they're not, not healthy and why they're in there. Get a bag of them old greasy chips and, and then leave there and go to old greasy all you can eat restaurant. And they wonder why they're not physically better off. Mm. And then when they don't strike, hit the number, they worry, they weigh it down with stress, but they don't spend up life your money. No spiritual maturity, no spiritual growth, no physical growth. You know? And look at what Paul said now in the book of First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 4, the King James Bible. And did all eat the same spiritual meat <clears throat> and did all drink the same spiritual drink. <clears throat> About the woman at the well. That sister, man, was a different person when she left that well. I mean, she got some overnight spiritual success. And when you told everybody, she got to deliver. She drank some water. She said, Give me that water. He said, If you're hungry and thirsty for your righteousness, you shall be filled. Book of Matthew, the fifth chapter. Just a couple more scriptures we're going to bring it in. Uh, over in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 7, the King James Bible says this. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the church. My God. Just what Paul was talking. To him that overcometh, listen to this, will I give to eat. That's the that's reward. Now, what you're eating right now is going to determine what you eat then. We're talking about eternity, life after this. So if I'm eating garbage now, chances are I won't get to eat what he's going to give me then. I just go with what I ate. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that second death. You know, 
So I got to live my life today in light of eternity. This helps me to see eternity right here. You know what he's saying now? He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. God is concerned about what we eat spiritually. And he's concerned about do we just think to what we eat physically? So how are we going to be spiritually well or physical well or financial well? Or we're going to be so sick. It's going to cost us everything that we make to try to get well. But if we follow these instructions in the church and teach people this, they'll know how to be well. Spiritually, physically well. Financially well. It just builds all these areas. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life. It's going to be in the garden, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Now that's in Revelation. That tells you what the reward is going to be for what we do now, how we spiritually nourish ourselves now, how we mature now. It has an eternal effect just like it has a, a, an effect right now, the life we live now. Everything that pertains to life in God is here is going to pertain to life in God is there. We're going to forever be with the Lord. And that's in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 7, the King James Bible. Also in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 17, the King James Bible, that's in the Islam. Think in terms of, you know, spiritual food that makes us physically well so that we can be spiritually well. Here, it shows up physically. There, it's going to show up spiritually in paradise. Because we won't be able to do it. The only chance we have to enjoy our life in God's physical now is here. But then, we're going to enjoy eternal life there. So I'm working now so that I can rest then. You know, spiritual rest? Mm. <clears throat> so listen at this verse. It says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat. Listen at this now. Sound like the same thing he told them in they came out of Egypt. Of the hidden manna. And I would give him a white stone. And in the stone a new name. Which no man knoweth. Saving he that receiveth it. So if I receive the word. The instructions. I believe it. Then guess what? I'm going to be able to eat spiritual food that God gives. Yeah. Only if I'm eating it now, now. If I'm receiving it now, I better receive it then. No matter what form it comes in. If it comes from God, it's all good for me. Whether it's chastisement, whether, whether it's all good. Oh. Now the devil needs it for my bad. But God means it all for our good because he's looking beyond right now. And he's looking at his coming glory. And Paul said it real, real clear in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 18, the King James Bible. He says, I reckon that the substance of this present time. Don't you base your future life on that. Base it on what am I eating now? What am I drinking now? What am I putting in my body now? What am I doing with my life now? I am building a future life of, of wellness. And I'm starting with what I do spiritually now so that I can do it physically well. And you got to be able to do it to the end to see what the end is going to be. 
how am I going to work out my own salvation with fear and trembling if I'm spiritually out of shape, I'm physically out of shape, I'm financially out of shape, I'm, I'm just broke, busted, and disgusted, I'm bickering, I'm murmuring, and I'm complaining, even though I have a job, I got a roof over my head, you know, but I'm not, I'm not content, I'm not satisfied, this is what, this is why the Lord said it's, it's more hard for rich person to get into heaven and for a camera to go to heaven. They're never satisfied because they can't buy spiritual wellness. They can pay for a gym membership and get, and get muscles everywhere. But inside, they're broke. They're bankrupt. We see this all the time. We hear this. I heard it in the locker room. I said, you guys, but this I don't understand. They're talking about the Lord, talking about church, talking about their bishop, talking about their, and now they're in their man talking about their girlfriend and talking about women and talking about this and talking about that, all kind of stuff. I had to hurry up, wash my hands, and get out of there. Because it, 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 it was affecting me inside. And the words that came to the man, this is like hypocrite. I didn't want to be a part of that, that climate. Because what I've been eating, it has purified something in me that I no longer can, can ingest that. My, my, my ears can't handle it, don't want to hear that. Them filters, them spiritual filters are filtering it out, you know? And he said, which knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. Which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. And so, again, hopefully you got something out of this. Uh, building a better future life for spiritual wellness. And we got to be able to handle these challenges around us. You know, I said, I'd be standing and say, what kind of heart some people got in them still? One minute they're talking about Lord, that minute they're talking about crazy stuff. Sounds like they really don't believe what they receive and how quick they depart from God in the faith, the living God in faith. It's possible to be physically well, physically fit, and spiritually unwell at the same time. Spiritual food is essential for our growth, for our spiritual growth, which results in our physical growth as long as we're on this earth. But then there's a, there's, there's a maturity after this, where we graduate from this life to that life, and that would be with the Lord. That's what he wished, the love I wish above all things that I would have prospered now, right now, and be in health right now, spiritually well, physically well. You know, in health, even as your soul prosper. Book of John, 3 John, chapter 1, verse 2 to King Deborah. The Father, thank you and praise you this morning for your word. Lord God, we thank you and praise you uh, this morning that we understand, Lord God, that we have to guard our heart that evil don't come in. Lord, we ask you to help our doubt and unbelief. We saw many, many generations in the Bible where they suffered from doubt and unbelief because they didn't believe the healing. You healed them. You healed their family members. And you pray to the Father, help your doubt and unbelief. Help, help, help our doubt and unbelief, God. If there's any in us, God, take it out of us. That we be wholeheartedly, Lord God, spiritually in tune with what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church as he's speaking to us right now. That we have no desire to depart from you, the living God, your living word in our faith. So, Father, we thank you now. We praise you now for spiritual food that is essential to our spiritual growth. That we have enough stamina, enough spiritual 
wherewithal to want to endure to the end so we can be saved. We thank you now, God, for saving us now, we're saved. We thank you now for healing us now, we're healed. We thank you now, God, that you're still our praise, that our eyes are fixed on you, that we give you glory now, God, for that spiritual need, that spiritual drink, that do us good like a medicine, your word, that living you are the living water. You are the bread of life, God. You, 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 you said, I'm, my body is the flesh that you eat. Do your word, God. That makes us better off spiritually so we can be physically well now. And we give you praise for it now, Jesus. And the Lord let us have this word in our hearts that we might not sin against you. That when you open up our mouth, it comes out as we give you thanks in all things today. Because in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right, then we'll praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That concludes the teaching this morning. We're going to open up the line now for comments. We'll start with Pastor Sharon. Pastor Sharon. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you for the teaching, Pastor. And I give God all the glory and thanks for his word. But I just want to go to one of the scriptures you uh, spoke on this morning. Which